This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Um, we're holding here in the Vat Shlishi, which is, I guess, Amud Kuf, it's uh, don't say here. Um, we were in the middle, we were speaking about Ha'oras Panim, which is interesting, uh, because this month is Adar, which is Hester Panim, Ha'oras Panim. But he's saying, um, So he said, let's try to go one step further in what we do. We're going to try to pick on some Lamaisa that's relevant to the Sinyan. When you mazim upon to somebody, you actually give him shalom. Well, let's talk a little bit about this point here. So he, the point that is going to be um, the point that is going to be masbir in terms of harasponim is going to be giving shalom. It's one of the things that we taught as kids, and then as grown-ups, you know, as, as grown-ups meaning, I guess, when you become a teenager and a little older, you begin to think there's something uh, artificial about it, and big deal, you know, you say, Shalom, how are you? I mean, if you're running for an office, that's one thing, but if you're, but, but what's the point to it, really? And the, the truth is, imagine yourself, you walk into a place, and nobody says anything to you. So the, the message that's there is you don't exist. Somebody once, uh, uh, he was a real out-of-towner from Dallas, and he came to learn in New York in the Mir Yeshiva, and he described to me his um, coming-of-age in New York environment. He was standing in the aisle, and somebody walked by in a hurry and almost knocked him over. And the guy didn't even bother to apologize. So he ran after him and says, hey, you almost knocked me over. And that looks at me and says, can't you see I'm in a hurry? And now you're still stopping me. It's bad enough you stopped me the first time, and, and now you're going to slow me down again. So, so the word is, you basically don't exist. It, 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 there's a sense of, you know, it, it's hard for us to imagine, because we know when we say hello, how's everything, most of the time it doesn't mean much. You're not really um, being being or slow and going to do something about him and help him and stuff. But the difference between being gayer somebody and not being gayer somebody is in, in, in that, saying hello. If you don't say hello, do you not curse the person? That's it. The second part is also important. Um, if, if I look at somebody, I talk to somebody, and the person does not, and the person looks sour, bad, or whatever it is, I have no way of telling if he's got a problem at home, or, um, or he doesn't like me. Uh, my natural reaction will be that he doesn't like me, he doesn't care for me, or I annoy him, or whatever it is. Whenever you're not mere upon him to somebody, so the sense is there's something personal against the other person. And therefore, 
it, it, to, to go out of your way and to say hello and to be mere pun to somebody is actually it's setting it at zero. It's it's not a lifnimish rozadin, but there's a certain sense of you know it, fine. The person's menshlach. There's there's a certain sense of he likes me or he's fine with me. Rosenstein was the Mashkir of Kelm, not Kelm, sorry, the Mashkir of Lomjen, a very famous, um, uh, very big Bal Musa. When he first came to Kelm, he stood there and he was very embarrassed to walk in. Man walks out. Nigashlov walks up, look at Yodov Techaspar's Ponim, and he smiles and says, Vomel Shamalechem, Ashamcha, Eze Simcha Shabosa, Borch Parachal Sholem, Vata Boino Miyad Lito Mashuk Vibaratarev. So somebody greeted him and um, said, Oh, it's so nice that you came. Please come in, I'll get some to eat. Rabbi Moshe Samach Moit, Kikinira Everzehikirok Mikvar, Kefia Nirok Abosman Havazois. So he says, Hey, this guy must know me from somewhere, I guess I'm, I'm lucky. So the Panim is your, the, the sharpest indication of your sense of the other person. Your reflection to the other person is Panim. And therefore, when a person is friendly and so on, he is, you know, he, he's conveying what he thinks about the person and uh, vice versa. Um, let's see the next vat. We've done, we've done this for a few weeks, and these vadim were meant to be lemaisa, and he sort of adds pieces that are lemaisa. Yes? I have to do with the balance of the halacha. You know, in the morning, yeah. when I see the most yidin, you say Tzafra Tav, he says good morning. You're supposed to say good morning. You, you, the word Shalom, not, but the word good morning or nodding, you can do. Nodding. So, But good, good morning, Tzafra Tav, you can do so, so good morning is good enough. Um, that the other person should go by and your senses that he didn't notice you, it's a, it's a problem. So at least a nod, at least some acknowledgement that the other person's mitzias is a mitzias. Um, I, I just, you, you know, to l- l- let me, I guess, move it a step further wh- while we're talking about it. A, a person's, a, a person's mm-hmm. sense of Metzius is his most important, um, it, it's probably the strongest sense of self. Do I exist? Don't I exist? Um, a young boy, um, up to a certain age, his sense of existence is the higher-ups. His parents say you're a good boy, then he's a good boy. His, his teachers say he's a good boy, he's a good boy. And that's where he draws his existence from. Um, an old person begins to despair of life when he feels he's no use to anything. Uh, you have uh, an older parent will enjoy doing something, giving a few dollars for Shabbos Yontif. You need to feel that your existence has some sort of meaning, that you exist, that, that, that you have a metzias. Um People who, in a convoluted way, people who are not, under, who feel that they're deficient will try to reverse it by being very controlling and dominating. The, the person who, uh, who, 
the, the person who has some way to be controlling, if he feels uncertain about his omitsias, controlling gives him a very clear sense of existence. You know, they need me. When, you know, now they need me. Now they see that, that, that I need it. Because that gives you a sense of existence. If they don't need you, if they disregard you, then there's no sense of existence. Um, when a person gets older, it's the peer that it's the peer group that gives him a sense of existence. Oh, where's Chaim? We need Chaim. That, that, that is a stamp, but if Chaim can go and come without anybody ever noticing that he was or wasn't here, that's a terrible uh, situation. Um, there was somebody, a boy, once home in Yeshiva, was very, very kind of, very heartbreaking. He was a very nice kid, but socially he was not adept. And he came to me and he said he needs to discuss something with me. He said, every year, Simon's Torah, he's the last guy that gets the Aliyah. You know, when they say, is anybody in Aliyah, he's the one. He said, finally decided this year is going to be different, and he stood by the Bima. And he said, and he was the last guy to get the Aliyah. When they said, so, so his sense is, he is not noticed. His existence is meaningless. So, so you don't have a sense of existence. When you nod to somebody, when, when, when you know, when you recognize him, then you give him mitzias. So it's extraordinary. Much more Baruch Hashem. Nobody today today is starving for, for a piece of bread and butter. But people need a sense of existence. Um, someone once told me a ma'aser. He didn't tell me. I overheard it as a kid. I didn't understand it. But as I when I grew up, I, began, I was I was at Rav Hutner's a mimer, going back to the early 70s. I was a bacher still. So it was in the early 70s. It was a Pesach mimer. And I was sitting there, and I heard two people talking behind me uh, during the break, during the mind, there was no talking. And one person says to the other, the reason why I like, why I feel so much kusha to Chaim Belin, to Hashir, because everybody has a place here. And he tells him, he says, Rosh Hashanah, I doubted here. It was a huge island. And before Beres Karnim, when stomach is upset or whatever, he went to the bathroom. He said, at, after davening, I went to say good job to Rosh Hashiva. Rosh Hashiva told me, Chayim, Beros, we missed you for Berchaz Karnim. We were lacking you, Berchaz Karnim. So he said, so I have a place here. In, in other words, they need me. I'm, I'm recognized and, and I'm noticed and I'm taken note of. It's, it's an extraordinary, um, it, it, it's an extraordinary koyach of giving a person chiyos. Um, the, just the fact that the person exists and his existence is recognized and so on. Vad Revi. So we Asilas Kavashu voice. Bitchilo Gashu tells us also first we felt good about it. We felt it was good. We learned how to smile to people say hello. We have to overcome a bit of embarrassment to walk over to somebody and say, Hello, how are you? How are things? It became once again like wrote, and you don't really feel that you're doing any Maisa Mitzvah and so on and so forth. Um, before we, we, we go weiter, the truth is, like we said before, given the choice of an insincere Shalom Aleichem to a sincere ignoring of somebody, an insincere Shalom Aleichem is better. The, um, the, the, I, I, I once told somebody, we were talking about 
briska shita or musa shita and the person was saying, you know, it's, it's a lot of it is fake and it's hype and it's not real and da, 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 da. So I told him, I said, there's two drachim in Avedis Hashem. There was the Amur Chesed, which the Bali uh, Musa pumped a lot and really worked on. And there was the Emes, which Brisk was very, very strong on. They're both Dark Hashem, two Yisodos that you need and you can't do with one without the other. But I told him there's one difference. If you do a Chesed, Shaloilishma, it's still a Chesed. If you cut somebody down with a little bit Shaloilishma, you're Rotzeach. You know, the, 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 the brisk mahalach has no tolerance for somebody who's doing it to satisfy his own ego, or because he's annoyed, or he had a difficult time with his wife, or whatever it was. Um, unless it's 100% Laman Emes, doesn't go. So, so definitely an insincere, telling somebody, hello, how are you, is because it's better than just ignoring him. But it is difficult because you expect it to have done well, and, and you know, it's all of a sudden it's not going. It's true of every avoda. First you feel the chiddush, and then it becomes rote and natural. Um, the, uh, the, the truth is, this is in a big, big picture, it's the problem always, there's always a crisis. You get very turned on to things. And it is impossible to keep that high always. By its nature, once it's not unusual, once it's usual, once it's rote, once it's daily, it's not, you don't have that high anymore. This is, this is something that is true across the board. But he introduces here, I think this is the first series of Adam. Hareis says, So we haven't really understood what I mean by training. From kite. I, I don't mean to say we should just add little hanhagis. That we're doing something. We're always training. In other words, did we try to reach out to the person? Um, when you ask yourself, um, you know, ask yourself, I know I work with this person together. Um, this person's okay, but I don't particularly care for him, but I know he needs me to reach out to him. So do I, um, am I, did I do it in a way that I reached out to the person? I can, you know, I can always introspect and ask myself. Um, if we greet every person with the same hello, <laughs> we should have noticed that each person is different and we should have reached out a little bit different. We're not trying to put smiles out. The first part about reaching out to another person is being kaveh the other person. If there's a person that, you know, in your situation, he's in your community, he's a neighbor, he's, 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 um, he's in, together with you at work, and whatever it is, and you feel, you don't have particular feelings towards the person, not bad, not good, nothing, and you feel that you want to reach out to the person, you have to think about the person. Who is he? What is he? He's a person that has a whole world. And to him, and he, and, and, he, and he is something, and he wants something. I mean, you're reaching out, to, there are one or two people that I know that are 
gedolim and aris panim that have people extraordinarily um, I, don't, I don't say we're gifted, but but they have that ability. Every person they connect to, you notice a slightly different connection, slightly different smile, and and there's and the person's eyes connects with you when the person tells you, you know, whatever it is, and and there's a sense of. A different relationship because you see he's connecting to you, he's noticing you rather than just smiling and giving out a hand. Um, you've got to notice the person that you're saying hello to. We shouldn't wonder that if this is the case then the Sina Shalom's bar is upon him, you could train on it for a long time. His father-in-law, Marna Kajra Rungajensky, he was Volba's father-in-law, he was Mashkech of Slavatka, an extraordinary person. Amol b'meshech shnotayim alzeh. He worked two years on this. Um, and it's extraordinary. He was a person, Rav Rungajensky, who suffered terribly. Um, his wife died when he was young, left him with eight kids, he was never remarried. He had a foot. He, he limped on a foot. It, it, I don't know what, exactly what it was a birth condition or whatever, but with a lot had a lot of pain, hurt terribly. He was Mashkirni Yeshiva in a very very tumultuous period, and with a lot of fights and people. You know, my father remembers somebody throwing a stender at him, and he was he, and never lost himself. And he was in the end he was killed by the Nazis. Um, so Rabbi Avram worked it for two years. Vihine. Um, uh, they have a witness testimony everyone who saw him at all his kufas would say how much this became him the darkest days he always had the smile on his face and his heartbrokenness was always hidden in other words, there almost a time was there. Nuchal onachno aktanen lamaz kolpas mechachayim. If such a big person could work on it for two years, we could work on it for two months. Um, in other words, it, it's it's an understanding that there's a there's a saying the Baal Musa have that a person's face is a rishus harabim, and just like you're not allowed to dig a bore in rishus harabim, you can't um, you, you can't convey anger, hatred annoying or whatever it is on your face even if you're going through a hot kufa. Um, so if a person thinks about it, it it's not just training, you know, you you, you, you think whenever you chat to a person, you, you look at the person and say, I can give him something. Giving him a good feeling is giving something and everyone has the ability. You don't need the money for it. You, you just need to care. You, you, know, you know, everybody's tired, everybody's got his own tear this, everybody's own tear everybody's own um, tsar. So but but that's something that you can give another person and in many ways it's more important than anything physical you can give him because you're giving him a sense that his mitzvah is important that um, it's valuable he's 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 a person and he counts for something to somebody when somebody sees him he smiles to him that's that's a very very a big statement so and so was pleased to see me today so the the um, so the islamists of these are very, very important. Okay, I think we'll hold it here.